Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. All right, level 30, My Little Underground. I'm Peter A., joined by Connor once again. Haven't seen them in about a year on this show, at least. I've seen them outside of here, of course, but it's been a while since he's been on the podcast. <laughs> and don't forget, guys, subscribe to My Little Underground. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio.com app, and PeterARadio.com. Got bite-sized versions of My Little Underground up on YouTube. Peter A Radio, one word, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's Peter underscore A, and follow the show as well, at MLUPod. Connor, today, mm-hmm. we're getting our grades in today. Mm-hmm. Getting our reading done. Yeah, uh, because, yeah, mm-hmm. we have, um, it's midterms, so we're halfway through the year, and we're going to talk about 15 of our favorite albums of the year. Um the reason why 15 is because usually I do a top 30. I know most people do a top 50, top 100, but I do a top 30. Mm-hmm. So I figure halfway through the year, 15, 15 for later on in the year. So, yeah, I think this year has been a pretty good year for music, don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, there's been a lot of really cool stuff. Um, I've been really excited because bands like Crumb, Man I Trust, yeah. have been putting out stuff. Ava Luna just put something out yesterday. Oh, I've been listening to that a lot. Yeah, that EP is great. I think if you buy it on Bandcamp, it goes to like uh, um, some sort of a abortion fund. I, I think does it? Yeah, some sort of yeah, something yeah. to abortion. Yeah, I feel like they kind of just um, release whenever they want. I mean, they put out an album last year. Yeah, and I, I remember it. what it was called. But Moon Two. Moon Two. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That was so a good. great album. Um, that was on one of my. It was one of my top favorite albums of last year for yeah. sure. And. Um, so I don't think I have them any, in any specific order. I think I just oh, kind of, of have not. like a whole bunch of songs up there. And it's great because, uh, you know, and we have, you know, like I said, we're halfway through the year and we have albums that have come out. Live albums, I think, count as well. Oh, yeah. And albums definitely. that are coming out really soon. Yes. Uh, I know Ty Seagal is coming out with something and that <laughs> kind of sits at the top of my head as like every what year. I'm looking forward to. What? Yeah, every single year we have King Gizzard releasing something pretty soon and it's just it's i every day am just so inundated with there's new stuff all the time and it's just it's hard to keep up you know i'll look back at a week and be like oh that when did this come out it's only been a week oh my god i had no idea because i was listening i was listening to this other thing and it's just it's so much but it's it's like a it's like a it's very nice it's a very nice feeling to just yeah. be inundated with so much new music and I don't think anyone should worry about because we're going to be talking about some artists that some people may not have heard of, but it's okay because Connor has his snack channel uh, playlist on Spotify, and I have my something new playlist on Spotify as well. And after after we talk here, or after you listen, uh, you can go to PeterAradio.com, and I'll have some of you know our selections from today, or maybe I'll put up the whole list. I'll see how I'm feeling. So uh, let's dive right into this. Midterm report. Got my red pen ready. Metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Metaphorical red pen. I've got my highlighter ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Connor, what's your first selection? Uh, so, Japanese Breakfast released uh, is releasing a few singles through uh, W Hotels. Is doing a collaboration with W Hotels. Uh, and all the proceeds are going to uh, benefit the ACLU. So, she released uh, Essentially a few months ago. And it's kind of this... I mean... You remember, uh, what is it, Soft Sounds from Another Planet? She released that about two years ago. Um, After Trump got elected? Is that what you're talking about? 
Uh, no, this is like this came out. Um, uh, maybe one or two months ago. Oh, okay. um, I'm thinking about that thing Pitchfork did. When yeah, they had, yeah. They did like a whole, okay. you know, artists releasing brand new songs for, uh, to benefit different organizations like the ACLU. Uh, definitely like just many others. Um, I don't know if Japanese Breakfast was kind of involved in that, but. Uh, this is just a collaboration she did with uh, W Hotels, which feels like a strange collaboration uh, with a hotel chain. But um, essentially, essentially is uh, kind of this uh, like dance track. It's like much more of a dance track than like an indie track or or anything like that. It's it's um, got like a really nice groove to it, and it's just uh, kind of very washy her vocals are very like washed out and ephemeral and it's just kind of a nice sounding summary uh track and i think she put that out maybe in uh late april early may something like that and um it's a single or it's like a collection of songs it's a single she released a new one pretty recently i saw on spotify i haven't listened to it but um it's definitely worth it's worth the listen because her songwriting is is only improving and she's just kind of on a roll she went to um oh i don't know where she went but she went to a, another country to record it just she stayed at their hotel and recorded it um at that hotel wrote it and recorded it there kind of like a like a like a retreat i guess and just recorded it down there um but it's cool i think it's definitely worth checking out for sure you know what i've never been uh, the biggest uh, japanese breakfast fan mm-hmm. but it's one of those artists where where like i'm open to listening to stuff that you know she's put out mm-hmm. you know i think I'll, I'll give it i'll give it a try i'll definitely will you know i'm not closing off to her like oh no more no i can't mm-hmm. stand japanese breakfast no, no, no. no it's like i've just never been totally into the stuff that you know she's been putting out but you know i'll, I'll give it a chance you know i'm open yeah. um i guess my first selection is an album that i've been looking forward to and i think as you know that sometimes when uh, especially newer artists when they put out their second album, sometimes it's like, you know, it can go either way, good or bad. You know what I mean? And there's been some artists that I've been into and their second album hasn't been all that great. But this band from England, mm-hmm. Yak, they put their second album out this year in February, The Pursuit of Momentary Happiness. Fantastic title. And I think that this album is one of the most exciting rock albums of the year so far because... There's like a level of like catharsis in it. There's a lot of just really good anger just kind of let loose out here, but not in like a cheesy and macho way, just kind of just, wow, this is like, like I feel this pain mm-hmm. that you're feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially songs like White Male Carnivore. I don't know if you heard this album, but that song is just like unbelievable. Like, And um, I saw them live with uh, my brother uh, Smiley uh, at Rough Trade. On a Monday night, I think they just flew in. I forgot from what country, and I was tired because I just had a full day at work. And they were just, they were just great. And there were certain parts of of uh, their performance in different songs where they would have a microphone and like uh, a megaphone attached to it. And then at certain parts, certain phrases of the song, um, they would go to the the microphone, the the megaphone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was so very, it was very interesting. And it's just. They really just kind of like expanded their uh, like garage rockness that they were doing on their first album, and just kind of just 
and the album sounds different, but it's still kind of consistent, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think this album is, it's a good album to run to, to try to, and just kind of punch a wall to, mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes any sense. No, there's definitely yeah. a category for um, uh, music that you can punch a wall to. Yeah. And just so much fits within that. And I think... Um, I listened to Yak's first album. I remember when it came out. It came out a few years ago, right? Maybe yeah. one or two or three years ago. Uh, 2016. 2016, yeah. yeah. So I remember hearing that, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Where are they from? Oh, England. Oh, this is kind of interesting. I haven't really heard anything, anything like this before. Um, it uh, it was just really cool, and I loved their energy, and I, just, I would watch live videos of them. I'm like, oh, I want to go see that. I didn't know they were playing Rough Trade, um, and I didn't know they released a new album, so like, I'm kind of stoked to go listen to that. Yeah. Um, I think under the category of music that makes you want to go punch a wall or uh, a hole in a wall is is uh, the new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard um, al- uh, tracks. Well, album two, but tracks. like So they released an album called Fishing for Fishies. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard any of that, and it's just... I haven't. Okay, it, it's uh, Bluegrass. It's a Bluegrass it's a blue, album? Basically like a Bluegrass kind of country. It's it's a country like it's a country album. Because, you know, you got Stu sitting on the music video is him sitting on like a, a raft going down the river. <laughs> just kind of like singing, fishing for fish, whatever, something like that. And um, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not really super about this. Like, I don't know, I'm used to like King Gizzard, you know, yeah. like this hyper, you know, um, hyper. Bell rock, bell rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of used <laughs> I, I like to this. that album. Yeah, I'm used to that. And so I listen to this and I'm like, oh, this is different, but it's not for me, whatever. Yeah. So their newest stuff, though, which is just um, uh, thrash, and I mean, in the purest sense of the word, it's just straight up thrash. Planet B, a single that came out maybe a month ago, uh, is just straight up like burn, burn your house down <laughs> um, with you inside of it, kind of thrash and i don't know it's funny because king gizzard are kind of that band that yeah you know they're kind of versatile and you know that they're just gonna do whatever they want but you know and they but and they deliver on that they just kind of switch it up and i don't know any other bands that go from bluegrass from electronic to bluegrass to thrash um i don't know what they're gonna do next if they will yeah but you know and they released that like oh we're gonna release what was it five albums in a year in 2017 it was like yeah it was ridiculous yeah it's just at that point you're just like okay you know all right you know what are you uh what are you doing here but um yeah i think they're releasing something new they just keep and their music videos for these songs are like the first one for planet b is the whole band they're just kind of sitting there uh, in this field, and they all get shot. They just get shot. And the second one, self-immolation, is them burning themselves. And at, creatively, they're kind of burning themselves because yeah. I, if you put out like six or seven albums within like a few months or something, mm-hmm. you're gonna bur- like no one's gonna focus that many that much time to one particular artist at a at a small given time. Like certain everybody has like their their favorite artists or whatever, and they might listen to like I've been on a Stereo Lab kick recently, mm-hmm. or you know uh, a Foo Fighters kick because I'm a fan of them, and I you know, you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like people that want to get invested in a new artist they're not gonna like like if you throw six albums within six months like what are you supposed to like get invested in you know what i mean like i don't know i'm gonna be confused and i'm gonna be like okay well where do i start you know i don't know what to do there are so many bands and uh you know with discographies that i just i don't know where to start for example um 
Oh, I, I can't think of their name. I can't think of the name right now. But they've released. They've been around for thirty years. Yeah. Uh, they just released, you know, what three or four albums a year. And I'm like, just like Fish. Where do you start? Fish. Yeah. Where do you start? Grateful Dead. Where do you start? <laughs> Aside you start? from like the actual how the music sounds, and maybe that's not like my my thing, but like yeah. where would I start if I were to do that? Um, yeah, I, I can't think of the band right now. I'm sure I'll think of it in ten minutes when it's irrelevant to the conversation. But like, uh, it, it's totally just like a or David Bowie. Where do you start? David Bowie. Where do you start with him? He yeah. has like distinct uh, like sections. I feel like yeah, or like you know, kind of eras. Like he has Ziggy Stardust, a Thin White Duke. Um, he had his Black Star, which was his last, um, and so many others. So I feel like that might be kind of easier to jump into. But like so th- someone like King Gizzard, first her name is ridiculous. Like that's a ridiculous name. Uh, and then second of all, like yeah, six albums, six albums in like a year. It's like I don't know where to, I don't know where to start. So you just kind of just I forget it. I'm done. And, I'm, and you know, <laughs> and someone who thing. has an out a creative output that like not rivals that or is like up to par with that uh, is is Ty. Yeah, but he kind of releases albums that are like, uh, I guess almost qu- not quarterly, but like mm-hmm. maybe every six months he'll put he'll put something out. But like it's usually like smaller projects, like the CIA or Gogs. But mm-hmm. you know he's not touring off of this. And but then he'll like, well, he won't do anything for a while, and then he'll put out something. Like he gives, mm-hmm. he'll give you some space. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then he'll put out like a full length out, maybe like a year out, and. He'll tore off that, and then he'll like chill for a while and do little things. And that, that's about it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah Tyson goes discography is can be a little intimidating too, but yeah, you know, um, I don't know. It, most of his stuff's great. It's really good. It, you know it is mean? good. I it, don't know. It, it, it was uh, guided by voices, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Where that, do you start like, with? Them? Where do you start with them? You know, they yeah. have an album that's like what I don't know, ten minutes long. Yeah, maybe. It sounds like it was recorded on a cell phone, even though it was probably the '80s and it was recorded, you know, just in a field. Yeah. But uh, stuff like that, I just it's um, it's it's a challenge, but it's it's like I don't know. I also don't. It's kind of annoying sometimes. Like yeah. I don't know what to do. Um, I guess my second album, uh, on my list for this midterm report is Sir Baby Girl Crush mm-hmm. on Me, former mm-hmm. guest on the show. Um, her debut full length album, only nine songs. Nine really? songs long, yeah, and all of them are bangers. And this is a pop, pop album in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And all the songs, literally, for lack of a better term, pop, pop mm-hmm. out. Like her songwriting is infectious, mm-hmm. and it's very uh, emotion driven. Like there's a lot of emotion in her songs, but it's not like whiny. It's like, like we were saying before with Yak, uh, cathartic. There's a mm-hmm. lot of release. Like she has a lot of. You know, I guess not angst, but a lot of stuff to get off her chest and just kind of release. Mm-hmm. And I get when you listen to those songs, you're like, wow, like mm-hmm. just wow. Like she's a great vocalist. She has a lot of interesting things with her voice, and she's a phenomenal human being and a equally phenomenal performer. I saw her mm-hmm. play at uh, Baby's All Right. She was not the headliner, and mm-hmm. that pissed me off because. She had the crowd in her hands. Like, mm-hmm. everybody gave a shit about Like, she had the crowd with her. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable. She invited the crowd on stage to dance or whatever. How can you follow that? Like, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, Yeah, definitely give Crush On Me a listen. Oh, phenomenal album. And you'll finish it so quick, too. And you'll want to go back. That's heavy replay value. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What, yeah. What do you got? No, yeah. yeah. Like I, think, I don't know if you heard it, but yeah. I haven't heard it yet, but... um. I, I definitely get the feeling of like seeing an artist at, at at a show who's not headlining it, and and they kind of just they totally captivate the audience, and they just kind of uh, fully engross the audience in their in their music. And then afterwards, I've seen it 
you know, I've seen it happen where the audience leaves. They're like, yeah, you know, I can't. I'm done. I'm like, I came for someone else, but I, I'm fine now. Like yeah. I had a friend of mine. You, you know that band Machine Girl? No. Okay, so Machine Girl is this kind of uh, insane. So think Death Grips uh, on, on Coke, if I guess wow. more Coke or something. Uh, and maybe run that through like a dying Microsoft computer or some or like system. And then maybe that's Machine Girl. And then there's Dream Crusher. And he said he saw these bands uh, like a month or two ago at Market Hotel and just left before seeing any. He's like, I was two sets in and I was already satisfied and I didn't even get to see my favorite band. But um, uh, I guess going off of that, uh, Hatchie is releasing something this month, actually. I think, uh, honestly, yesterday maybe. Uh, she released, um, I think her debut album. She's only like 26 years old and, uh, she kind of, it's, it's pop. And like I was saying before, I had mentioned that Hatchie is very, very pop. She's kind of just unabashedly, uh, catchy and, but that's great. I mean, like her stuff is just, it sticks in your mind and it's just very sunny and, um, um, just really it's, it's feel good. And she, I think it's Philadelphia based or something like that. And it's just, she does a really good job of like, she's a great songwriter and her songs up to now without a blush. Music videos are so fun. Um, I don't really see many artists like that. At least, you know, current artists who just come up with something that's like totally just catchy. And it's just what it is without trying to be cool. Because I see so many artists like that who just come out with something and it's like, you know, it's definitely trying to like you know posture the posture itself in a certain way. It's like this is just fun, and I like that, and I'm I kind of miss that in some ways. I just uh, so Hatchy is kind of like a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Yeah, like you know, Cerebral goes the same way. Lots of fun. Yeah. Like if you go see her live or listen to her album, you just kind of want to dance yeah. in your room. And I think her video for uh, Haunted House is just a dance party mm-hmm. in her bedroom. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the Hatchy album? Uh, I don't, I don't know the I've name of the album. I've seen it on some midterm lists, uh, yeah. some blogs, but I haven't, I don't, I don't know the name of the album. I've I listened to it. I don't know. I should, but you um, told me to listen to it too, and I just didn't. I don't know. No, why. <laughs> yeah, no. It's I haven't, I haven't heard the whole album either, and okay. like, um, I'm probably gonna go to listen to it today if it's out. I hope it's out. I know it's like mid June. Yeah, so we're mid June. Yeah. So because I've seen it on some lists, it's like a stereo gum lists. Yeah, kind of go to them for a lot of the year round stuff. They've got a good definitive list of like what's coming out stereo gum is pretty good about that kind of stuff yeah yeah um i guess next on my list uh solange mm-hmm. when i get home this album is is something else it's very different from uh seat at the table and the fact that it's it's less about uh the, the message and more of like a feeling because she said she wanted this album to like knock in your trunk like she wanted mm-hmm. to bang and it really is it, it's 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 like a party album but like mm-hmm. it's a very interesting party album it's I picture like just driving through Houston. Mm-hmm. It's it's like an ode to her hometown in mm-hmm. in a, in a in a certain way, and it's 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 a be- beautiful album. It's produced very very well. Solange has a very good ear for like uh, constructing a song. I think uh, Panda Bear did some work on on the album as well, um, which is very interesting. Very interesting pairing. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, like it, it, Solange is is very. She's very interesting because she's very different from her sister and uh, sonically, which I think is is great. And you know, I'm not comparing her, but just to see how different, like they're totally different. And and uh, I, I love that. And I think this album was more just about creating a feeling, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, a vibe, as some people might say. Mm-hmm. It does create a feeling. Yeah, like, the songs are kind of like uh, 
underwritten in a certain way. Like it's mostly about just creating a feeling, uh, which is great. It works very well on this project though. And I definitely recommend this album and it's definitely an album to drive to. And it's, it's beautiful. Definitely go listen to it. Solange, she always hits. I know she, yeah. I, I knew she released something, but I wasn't sure uh, if it was this year. Yeah, it was this year. So it was, was it uh, recently with the past few months or something like that? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I definitely want to, um, because I heard her last album before that, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. And I guess actually jumping off of that, uh, this is, I, I didn't even have this on my list, but um, I listened to Homecoming, and I didn't watch, I didn't watch it, and I should watch it. I because, didn't watch it either. Yeah, but I listened to it, and I was blown away. And I don't really know her music that well. I know, I know obviously, the hits and, uh, you know, a fair amount of her songs, but I hadn't really heard it. Uh, a lot of her music and so I listened to this and I just all the way through and I was just blown away at the energy of it and I was just like oh my god that intro with the uh, with the drums and I saw some I saw some footage of like you know kind of the beginning oh my god just so detailed and just like she must have been practicing that for for a year or two years or like it was just so and I I don't know I never really knew her stuff before that you know really knew her stuff but after listening to Homecoming I was just um, I was just kind of uh, blown away by the the energy that kind of came off of that album without being there I felt like I was there and I don't get that a lot with live al- live albums I feel like it's a very fine line it could just sound terrible or you can really feel like you're there and I feel like with this definitely falls into that category of uh for homecoming so it's a it's a really I thought it was a really good album did you hear it did I hear it? <laughs> it's actually on my list. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's actually on my list. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, when I heard it was coming out, and I downloaded the whole thing on Spotify, and I listened to it on my way home from work, mm-hmm. and I didn't blink, like, once. Mm-hmm. I was amazed by it. It was, you know what it was? It was like a DJ set come to life. Yeah. Because she did a lot of, like, sample sizes of her songs. Mm-hmm. But it just, it was so full, and you can tell a lot went into this, like you said. And it was just like, she ruined live albums for me. That's it. This is probably the best live album I have ever heard. I don't care what Grateful Dead or Fish did. Or <laughs> Stone it surpasses it by I, not even 100 close, miles. Not even Yeah, not close. even that much. I heard a very good uh, bootleg, a live compilation with uh, John Coltrane and Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting too. Mm-hmm. But this album... <laughs> This is this this Beyonce thing is just an experience. Yeah, it's like it's not a, just about the songs; it's about the performance and every, like when people. I remember when when the um after the initial Coachella performance happened, mm-hmm. um people were saying, "Oh, she's the greatest performer of all time," and 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 people brought in Michael Jackson. And yeah, it's fair, but like, listen, like Beyonce blows like. She's at the top as far as performance. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the drum line was everything. And the oh, instrumentation, yeah. the man, it's it's a must listen. If you like music, I don't care if you don't like Beyonce. Like if you love yeah. music and live music, you it's a this is a must listen. I'm dead serious. Yeah, but that was definitely on my list. So what <laughs> what's the next on you? I can talk about this forever. I, yeah. I, I what's next? I it's funny because um I didn't watch the the I didn't watch the movie Homecoming. I didn't see it either. I, I just heard the either. album. Yeah, because I so- like you like you said like I felt like I was there. Yeah, you know, I, I was just, I was just, and I would keep listening to that, just that intro bit, like the first two or three songs. I was like, go back to that, just go back to that. Like, 
that's just so visceral. I just felt yeah. like, oh my god. And so yeah, you're right. Like people, you know, saying after the performance, like, oh my gosh, she's the best performer of all time. And I know people like to say a lot of that hyperbole kind of stuff with any artist they like. Yeah. But like this totally fit with that. That this totally fit. Like it, it, it was justified. It was absolutely justified. Um, I wanted to talk about the uh, and, and this is new. The new Crumb album came out last night, yesterday. Jinx. Jinx came out yesterday, and it's. I haven't heard the whole thing, but from the singles that I heard, uh, it's just it's incredible. I mean, have you you've listened to Crumb? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, I saw them live last year at Elsewhere. Oh my god. Um, they, were they good? They were. They, yeah. Here's the thing about Crumb. Like Crumb makes really good music. Mm-hmm. Like as musicians, they're great, uh-huh. but their performance. It, it needs a little work. They don't have mm-hmm. a lot of energy or presence on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your music is very relaxing. It's very psychedelic. But uh, when I saw them last year, Combo Chimbita played before them. And their stage presence was uh, amazing. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're, fa- they're one of the best live bands in New York. Really? Fantastic stuff. But uh, Crumb, music great, performance not not so great, but it's mm-hmm. not like I wouldn't because they're playing a summer stage show in August mm-hmm. with, with summer one, sunflower bean I think, and it's free. I might go. It's uh, a yeah. East, East River Park, I believe. Okay. Um, I definitely want to go because I like Crumb, but I just think their live performance needs a little bit of work. They need more presence. That's all. Yeah. But Jinx was a good album. I do and, like it. And they're definitely kind of this. It's interesting because I don't think their like music necessarily lends itself to like a super high energy live show. That's not to excuse, you know, maybe just, I mean, obviously, I don't know, I haven't seen them, so I don't know if they're just staying on stage, and that's, you know, that can be boring, but um, I don't know, I feel like listening to them, you know, just listening to their their songs on your own, kind of in your own uh, house or car or wherever you're on the train, bus, um, is is its own experience, I'm sure, than seeing them live, because you can get everything, every sort of, in, all the... Um, the intricate interpretation like i was listening to them here on, on the way here on the train and I, I hear different things every single time i just hear different little things i hear like a you know a symbol hit over here you know i hear like a, a one little note here that i didn't really notice before and that just kind of speaks to their uh intricacy and their like skill as musician musicians and um i just i, I do want to see them live so i might i might actually go to that um i wanted to talk about uh another band from uh, Australia. Uh, I don't know if you know Amel and the Sniffers. I know them. Yeah, yeah Amel and the Sniffers. Very raw garage. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Oh, it's super raw. I um. So I saw King Gizzard last year. Actually, I think it might be a year ago today that I saw King Gizzard at Brooklyn Steel. Uh, great show. But Amel and the Sniffers opened up, and I had no idea who they were. My friend and I went to go see them, and he was like, "Who's this Amel and the Sniffers?" I was like, "Yeah, I think that's what they said." Uh, super. The, the energy was raw. They released. I think it was this year, a single, uh, it might've been an album, but the single is definitely out this year. And I think, it's, I think it's, they put out a full length. Yeah. yeah. And it, uh, the, one of the songs is I'm not a loser. It's just, it's just fun, raw, I don't know, punk done well. And I, I don't know what I mean by that, but I kind of know it when I feel it. I mean, like there's, there's punk that's done like new punk that's kind of done. It's, you're like, okay, yeah, well, I, I, you know, you're, you're pulling from this trope or that trope. And this is just kind of like, they're, they're just having a lot of fun while doing it. And I guess you can kind of tell, like when you listen to Thick, you can tell like they're just having a lot of fun. And live, they're also, uh, Thick, they're also incredible live. Uh, same thing with Amel and the Sniffers, just kind of like their energy from, their energy from the uh, 
records kind of translate live. And they're coming back. They'll be at Market Hotel this summer. I think uh, this month. Yeah, I might check them out. Yeah, yeah, their songs fun. are pretty lively. Very lots of fury in them, but I think they're really young too. And yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. It's just you know where do you go from there? But as of right now, it's 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 fun. It's, it's fun. Very, they're yeah. not reinventing the wheel, which is okay. Yeah, but as long as your songs stick out in some sort of way, I think that's mm-hmm. what matters right now. But you know, in the future, you know, you're gonna have to reinvent your sound yeah. in some way. Yeah. But, We'll Go thrash, just like King Gizzard. <laughs> <laughs> or bluegrass. Or bluegrass, yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about uh, Beyonce already, and I was on my list. I guess the fifth one here, Ty Siegel's live album, uh, Deforming Lobes. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. Oh, fantastic. It's so good. Fantastic. Have you seen, you've seen Ty live, Rob? I haven't seen Ty live. Dude, you can see Ty live. He's incredible. But the thing is about seeing Ty live, he sells out Quick. very quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it's and it, what's fascinating about Ty Siegel is like he doesn't use social media. His label does. Like Drag City uses social media, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He, he has a website, and the, I I still think that the only video up there, the only piece of content on his site, is him breaking a toilet with with, with Steve Albini. T- <laughs> yeah, and and and, and yeah, like that's and, it. And I saw that, and I was just like, "Oh, cool! Well, they're making an album together." And and that album came out great. I mean, that just sounded like you know huge. He should like, work with Steve Albini forever. Like, he should forever. <laughs> the, uh, like the last two albums he did with the the last uh, self titled and Freedom's Goblin, it mm-hmm. sounds fantastic. Yeah, so great. It's good, and it was like kind of like this magnum opus in a way where it was like, um, I don't know if we we were talking about it, but I don't know if you said this that like. It, um, that album is kind of like a uh, like a culmination of his entire career up to that point. It's yeah. kind of like this is everything. You know, this is kind of like what he can do. It's like it's like almost like a resume in a way where it's like I can do this. And that album is great. Like I don't know, shoot him up is is great. Uh, I love Fanny. Fanny, Fanny, dog. Fanny dog is It's because it's about his dog. Yeah. And the lyrics are just like, she knows what to do. I'm There's like, a lot of talks. fanfare in it just about yeah, his dog. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love crazy. that. It's just, I'm just like imagining this, like this dog has a song written for it and this dog is more badass than it will ever know. Yeah. Like, it will never know that. But Deforming <laughs> Lobes, I wrote about that for my first Snack Channel uh, post back in uh, April. But um, it was it was so good. I mean, like, Warm Hands was great. I oh. think that, that's a song on there. Uh, it was just so – and I hadn't seen him live yet, so I can't imagine what that is like live. And it was and, with the Freedom Band. And they're great. Yeah, I'd only want to see them with the Freedom Band. Me too. Because I don't want to. I, I don't know. I don't want to see him with white fence. I, I, like, no, 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 no. No, thank you. Yeah, no. Because I know Ty Seagal as like or Ty Siegel. I don't know, but like I know him as this one thing, and I'm like, he could, you know, I don't know if he does acoustic too often, but like or solo, or whatever. He well, he was a baby for a while. I don't know what that was. Remember, he was like a baby. Yeah, with an emotional mugger. Emotional yeah. mugger, like yeah. that. I don't know if that was Freedom Band. I don't remember. No, it wasn't the Freedom Band. Okay, yeah, and like that was. I don't weird. think so. I gotta look. I, I know the Freedom Band. He did an album with the Freedom Band mm-hmm. with uh, um, the Twenty Seven self titled, and I, mm-hmm. I, be, I think the Freedom Band was on Emotional Mugger, but I have to double check. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't really. I don't really know. I just know that. Um, and all those musicians are great. I mean, like, and, and Fuzz, like his band Fuzz. Yeah, I never. I, I that's the one project I haven't heard. I listened to. Uh, I like Gogs. Yeah. Um I never listen to Fuzz. I have to Uh Fuzz are like Fuzz are like um uh they're like the stoner stoner rock. They're just kind of like stoner stoner metal um not really doomy but yeah, I mean like if Ty Seagal went and said, "Okay, 
stoner album, let's go, and he kind of just made it. Yeah. That's that's what it is. It comes out well. Um, but yeah, and I get sidetracked with so many things like Gogs, of course there's Gogs, there's this, this thing with White Fence, there's there's Fuzz, there's um, the Freedom the Band. The CIA, and I wanted to go see them at Transpecos, but I didn't get the chance. I think it was Transpecos. CIA played in Transpecos? Yeah, it was like two months ago. What? Actually, it was like in March. Three months ago, yeah. Man. And it was, at, you know, his wife's in that band. Yeah, I know. She sings. She's a yeah, I'm singer. just like, I wanted to go. I'm like, uh, do I go see Ty Seagal here uh, at Transpecos doing the CIA? I've never heard any of their music. So I don't know what it sounds like, but I'm like, do I go to see Ty Seagal? Because I feel like he is the type of dude who just does. He doesn't care. Yep. He doesn't care. He just like, he was like, eh, good. I'll make an album today. Put it out tomorrow. I'll record it on my phone, <laughs> and because uh, his first album sounds like he recorded it on a toaster. Like, oh it's yeah, just, it's oh gross. Oh my god, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. Like Oh Mary is a great song, it's... and I'm just like, that sounds like he recorded it, you know, through a megaphone. And the second album, was yeah. Lemon. It, it sounds like not as bad, yeah, it's yeah. like rough, but like yeah. it's, it's pretty rough. But uh, uh, Deforming Lobes, uh, Steve Albini actually mixed it and recorded it. So oh, okay, it I didn't sounds know that. fantastic, and. One of the standouts on it, uh, there's two, um, Love Fuzz, mm-hmm. like the original version on Twins, it's very calm, very relaxing, very short, but here it's very rough, mm-hmm. and it's stretched out, and it's turned inside out, and it sounds like a, a completely different song, but it keeps the integrity of mm-hmm. the original song. Yeah. Perfect. It was I amazing. I don't know how he does it. I, and I remember, and Love Fuzz is like a long song too, it's like eight or nine or ten minutes, right? It's like- No, the original I think it's like four. Four. Is it's, it four? It's, it's, a, it's a relatively short song, very simple. Yeah. And then this version yeah. is like a seven minute epic, but it, it was it's, it was awesome. I loved it. It's it's something. It's he's he's on my I was gonna say bucket list, but like he's on my list of people to see um, at some point. And he's super young too. I mean, like um, he just he's done so much. And I think his first album was when he was eighteen or something like that. Um, and he's kind of involved in all that, like Theoc is kind of like he's in that crew yeah. of people, and like I, I can hear it, like I totally hear it, like Theoc's last album, uh, to go back to like November or something, like it was like uh, was just I don't know if you heard it, Smoke Reverser, was this um, this really fun kind of metal garage kind of uh, album, uh, but actually, uh, Deforming Lobes was on my list, uh, so I want I wanted to talk about Ty Seagal anyway. Um, but I guess then kind of like going away from Ty a little bit, uh, I don't know if you heard the new Wise Blood. No, I've been hearing a lot about it. I haven't listened to it. Um, it's it's incredible. So when I first heard Wise Blood, I heard her on, she did a, a feature on Drug Dealers um, Suddenly, which came out in 20, well, I don't know, the album is, is, is uh, I don't know what that's called, but uh, she was on his song about three years ago, Suddenly. Uh, and it was good, and I listened to her album back then, and because uh, she had just put something out. And I wasn't too stoked about it. I was just like, eh, you know, it's not for me. It's like it was really soft, really just kind of floating by. And I was just like, ah, eh, well, all right, not for me. Um, but then when this album came out, Titanic Rising, I think it came out about a month or two ago. It's just gorgeous. I mean, it kind of sounds like ABBA a little bit in in kind of the 70s uh, vibe thing. Uh, but her, her vocals, she's just an incredible singer. She's got this incredible range. And it's just, I don't know, it's a gorgeous album. Like, songs like uh, Movies or Andromeda or A Lot's Gonna Change, they're just they're just perfect songs. It's, it's like, I don't know, it's really hard to describe, but it is kind of just like a floating down the river on a really nice day kind of album. I mean, the topics are really 
hard and crushing and it's like definitely not a happy album but in- instrumentally it, it's it, it's very it's a very gorgeous album and i just get the same feeling I, I get from that album listening to it than i get from and i get from listening to like angel olsen's my woman because that album is just so incredibly lush with instrumentation so i kind of like put it up in that in that kind of sphere of just this is songwriting is incredible the instrumentation is is amazing and her vocal performance and lyrics are just they're top notch so that's kind of like that's probably going to be on my like top of the year i'm sure unless we get you know some incredible some more incredible music in the next six months which i'm sure we're getting so much every single day and it's just hard to keep up so wise blood titanic rising is definitely on my list for for this year for sure yeah i'm gonna give that a listen yeah Um, it's really good Next on my list, Gemma, mm-hmm. Feelings Not a Tempo, the sophomore album of Felicia Douglas's uh, side project, and Felicia's in Ava Luna. Mm. And this album is the soundtrack to a dance party that I would most likely go to. Mm-hmm. And I don't go to a lot of parties like that, but when I do, uh, Gemma will be playing, you know, because mm-hmm. it is. Uh, a gorgeous, soulful album. It doesn't sound like anything that's coming out in New York. She's not trying to fit in with, with any kind of uh, Brooklyn indie trend or w- mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's just gorgeous, luscious music. She has a beautiful voice. A great year for songwriting. Great year for production. How a great song would sound and make you feel. Especially um, uh, "Keep on Dancing." It's like mm-hmm. the almost six minute uh, epic on this album. It's gorgeous. It's phenomenal. Uh, Lots of replay value for such as for like songs that are like more than like four minutes long. You don't mm-hmm. think they have tons of replay value, like. Mm-hmm. But I go back to it a bunch of times uh, on my ride in uh, to work on the subway, and I'm like da- trying not to dance on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely go check this out, Matt. It's it's stunning, um, and I think Gem is playing Union Pool in July. So I, okay, you know that's gonna be a dance party in Brooklyn. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen Ava Luna, and I didn't know about Gemma. Um, although I, I think I knew that she was doing like a side project, but I wasn't really sure, uh, what it was or where to find it. So, um, I'm going to actually check that out, Gemma. It's out. It's on Spotify. It's already out. It's yeah. already out. Okay. Yep. Um, I want to talk about men I trust. Similar kind of similar uh, kind of, you know. yeah, it's, and I, I lump men, I not lump, but like, I kind of put men I trust in the same category as crumb because, uh, they both have this very, very laid back, uh, kind of you know very easygoing instrumentation and it's it's just like lo-fi i don't know chill core i don't know what to call it it's just chill core core. (laughs) it's like kind of sitting in a big gross couch on a really nice day you know like a one where you sink in you're just listening to it um they're releasing something pretty soon i've said this on my radio show before and i don't know they it was initially going to be like in the summer or the spring but they pushed it back to some unknown date uh their album is called uncle jazz uncle jazz <laughs> with an o uncle jazz so <laughs> wow yeah so but they don't have a release date for it uh at least oh, as far uncle, as i know uncle, uncle jazz? jazz yeah okay. and i'm just like okay sure they're from montreal and uh they don't do any social media either i mean barely i mean they have a twitter they have I think they have an Instagram, but they don't use it. They don't. They're also completely self-managed. They don't have a PR. Uh, I think they just have you know a guy to help do booking. But like other than that, they're just totally like making music in a shack up in in like Montreal. They have a studio there, and it's just they're just doing it all on their own. And 
their some of their singles. Their latest single is called Norton Commander, which is just it's this '90s, I think late '90s file management software. They just named their song after. So I'm like, okay, so it's Norton Commander parentheses all we need. Um, and their music videos are really, you know, very easygoing, very Wes Anderson esque too. I mean, like they're just like you know very nice, beautiful shots with with uh, the color is amazing, uh, but everything is kind of centered in the middle. And it's just, it's a really good, it's very hard to describe without seeing it. Cause I think the visuals also like art help with their music too. Like it definitely kind of adds to that um, style that they're going for. But uh, men, I trust whatever they have now, whatever they have out now. So like Norton commander, um, they've got a song called numb. They came out, which, which sounds like, you know, sitting in a 1970, you know, whatever basement with like carpet walls. It sounds like that. It's just, you know, and watching, I don't know, um, happy days. It's just like this really old school, um, very, very laid back, um, music. And it's just, um, kind of an extension of whatever lo-fi hip hop kind of, um, thing has been happening for a while. It's kind of like, it takes from that, like very warm sounding, and I've been I've been totally about them for like seven months now, and it's just like all I've been listening to. So um, that's definitely something to check out. And I yeah, think I've seen it on your uh, on your Snack channel. I always yeah. I, I, I get listen. yeah yeah it's good. Um, I guess next on my list uh, we're going to Philly now. Control Top. Mm-hmm. They put out their uh, their new album, Covert Contacts. This album is one of the most exciting punk albums I've heard so far. Um, again, it's another one of those albums where it's like, there's a lot of release. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of, there's a lot of topics on like corporate America or just working a day job. And it, it was just, that's the kind of vibes that I've, I've, I've gotten from it. And it's, mm-hmm. um, very interesting. Uh, I love how the guitar sounds very crunchy mm-hmm. and it, there, there's a, just a lot of like focus if that makes any sense. Like this, it doesn't like, ju- it's not just a mess, like mm-hmm. a noisy mess. It's just okay, we're trying to write a song, but I have a lot of anger and frustration I need to get out. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's a lot of replay value in it, and mm-hmm. it's very quick. It's definitely, uh, it sticks out, too. It doesn't just kind of blend in. Yeah. Um, actually, they played with Taco Cat recently at Music Hall. I missed their set because um, I was driving in from the on the BQE, and there was a massive construction going on and then i was trying to get i got off the highway i took another way like took the lie but there was like it, it was like all the streets were like crammed and mm-hmm. you couldn't really get anywhere and there was like no parking it was a disaster i totally missed their set it was i got there barely for taco cat and i gotta see them again i think they're playing this like in august in new york but definitely go listen to and they're from philly they're from philly yeah philly okay yeah a lot of really cool stuff coming out of Philly. Yeah, they're on this label, uh, Get Better Records. Okay. And there's another artist on that label with the album that came out this year. Also very interesting. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely go listen to Cover Contacts. Um, Control Top. Yeah, they're awesome. I, I wanted to uh, bring up Public Practice. I think this came out... No, I think it must have been at the end of 2018. Yeah, that EP. Yeah, that EP, was last yeah. Year. which is a really great album. Uh, it was EP. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It kind of reminded me a lot of the Talking Heads in a way. Uh, some of those songs just kind of sounded very similar. Yeah, I think they kind to... of wore their influences on their sleeves a little too much on that. It was yeah. still good. It was know? good. It was. It was. It's definitely different though. Like I was just. It was different from kind of the everything of Brooklyn. You know what I mean? 
like they just kind of sounded different than this angular post-punky whatever kind of sound that kind of inundates a lot of brooklyn shows lately for the past few years so they at least sounded different but i agree like they kind of wore everything on their sleeves mm-hmm. and just um you know sounded you know i guess similar to bodega you know yeah, in, I, in, I, in I, can't, I couldn't get down with with them I yeah just couldn't, like, it's just this sounds like parquet course. I'm like, what's what's well, your, it was mixed by the game? parquet course? Yeah, dude. I know. Like, it so, sounds like, like them. Like, I'm like, yes. I'm, I'm good. I'd rather just listen to that. Yeah, it was just like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it's just like, yeah. yeah. I actually saw the, the, the. I, I think it was two fourths of, of, public practice at the Yak Show. Really? Yeah, I didn't see. I saw them, but I didn't like interact with them. Uh, it was who was it? It was it was Drew from Beverly and Sam. The the front women of uh, public practice, yeah, they were they were just there hanging out, and I think Austin Brown from Parquet Course came was, through too. Was, was there too? Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, I saw them just hanging out, but I didn't. Say and anything. you're just like, oh yeah, that's that's them. Yeah, there I told, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, was um, yeah, you must have mentioned this, but like uh, the, well, the singer is from Wall. Yeah, was, was she Sam there? York. She yeah, was there. she was there. Sam York. Yeah, that's 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 okay. I had no, I've seen that name before, and I was gonna play, um, a Sam York song on the radio last night, but. Um, I didn't know Sam York was there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I miss Wall because they released something and then just well broke up before they released something. They kind of just like yeah pulled a fast one on us or just yeah. like here's this album, but hey, we don't exist anymore. Yeah, and then just kind of disappeared into the but ether. They, I know they they had some personal issues in that group, so I guess that's why that dissipated. But for, oh, really? I like Public Practice a little better than Wall. Um, yeah, like the yeah. last Wall album wasn't like amazing. It was yeah. fine, but it, it wasn't. Yeah. The first EP was fire. Oh yeah, that was. I yeah. still have that. Yeah, I have the EP. I'm just I'm like, fine. oh, it's incredible. Like you know, so but um, I wanted to talk about this Fresh band from Bread Keeps the Pig. Yeah, well Cuba, is that fed. Cuban Cigars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuban Cigars. Yeah, Classic. I don't know how I remember that, but um, that was a great album. I never saw them live. I, I guess did. they, they were awesome. You did? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Them, yeah. It was at Baby's All Right. It was them and Beverly. Awesome. Yeah. Beverly still going? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're still going. I think uh, they, I, the last time I talked to them, they were. I think they were thinking about doing some new stuff, but I don't know. Hopefully, we get some. New Beverly. I'm very excited. I love that group. Um, um, yeah, what's, what's next on? I think it's yours. I think I talked about Covert. <laughs> you talked. Yeah, about, I was just like I talked about Control Top, and then and then I, I brought up a band that didn't really say anything this yeah, year. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, yeah, um, a band out of oh, I don't know. I think it's Norway. Uh, Palm Poco. Palm Poco. Yeah, they just kind of sound like if you take Deerhoof and Weaves, really, and, and yeah, put them together in a way. Deerhoof and Weaves, and uh, there's a, there's a few other influences in there. Um, yeah, no, that's it. They just sound like this, you know, incredibly high energy, very, very eclectic mix of sounds and just everything that goes into them. It's just, I don't know, it's so cool. And it's kind of something that's really hard to describe just by talking about it. You kind of have to hear it and you're like, okay, I get it. Like the deer hoof reference makes sense. The the weaves make sense, but um, they're incredible musicians uh, and they're just like a lot of fun. And they just, you know, got signed. They just released something new pretty recently. Their first, their like debut, and um, they're hopefully blowing up because I think they deserve to have that attention. Um, What's the name of the group? Pom Poco. P O M P O K O. Cool. Uh, two words. Two words. Did they put out an album, or they're about to put out an album? Uh, they put something out a few oh, months did. ago. Yeah, okay. it was right. called My Blood. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at that one. The album is Birthday. Birthday. That came out like I think in January or February. So that's definitely something uh, to check out. Okay. Um, next on my list, Denzel Curry. Just put out a new album, Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty short, um, but it is all bangers. All bangers. 
Like, I've never been to Miami. I tweeted this. I've never been to Miami. But after listening to this Denzel Curry album, I think I have an idea of what Miami sounds like. Mm -hmm. So anybody from Miami that's listening uh, and you've listened to the new Denzel Curry album, tell me if that's accurate. Because Rick Ross is on it and Mm -hmm. um, it's... It's really great. It's just there's a lot of energy to it. It's very entertaining and has tons of replay value. And it's just all rise. It's all mm-hmm. rise. There's no low moment at all. It is, it, it's great. Like it'll get your blood pressure going. It's a perfect album to drive to, to walk around to, even to run to, to mm-hmm. play video games to. Definitely give Denzel Curry uh, a listen. And I, I kind of slept on him for about a year, but this album is just awesome i i knew that he released something pretty recently like a few weeks ago and i saw that he put in a new song i didn't know if it was a whole album though i didn't know that it was an entire album i just thought it was like a song um and i listened to it and i thought it was pretty good yeah, speedboat and ricky like those like the two singles yeah i think that must yeah. have been yeah awesome um, songs they're great yeah i didn't i didn't uh, i've been hearing his name around for the for the new album but uh i have to check that out uh i wanted to uh talk about uh blood cultures Blood Cultures are this uh, a group out of Jersey uh, that kind of just, like, uh, their 2017 album, Happy Birthday, was just, like, this incredible blend of um, electro-pop and just, the songwriting was incredible. It was just catchy. It was very wispy in a good way. It just kind of sounded uh, very summery and just very nice. Uh, and they released, uh, well, a few songs um, in the past few months, but most recently it was um, a song called Flowers for all occasions, and um, I think that's like a venue, or like it's a, a shop somewhere. But uh, they they um, yeah, flowers for all occasions is just kind of like this uh, really fun, almost surreal, uh, poppy electro jam thing. I don't know. It's it's definitely different, and they're they're part of the things that they're anonymous, and they wear baggers over their heads. And, and perform that's and cool it's it's cool yeah they played alphaville and um like I, I think a year year and a half ago and i just i didn't see them but i saw a video of it and they just they were playing their instruments but completely just with black bags over their heads so i was like okay that's that's kind of cool and, and blood then, cultures right? blood cultures yeah and their music okay. video for the one that they released on in halloween on halloween was uh was surreal it was like carrie i've never seen carrie but it was it was that i mean there was like a murder it was it was and the song itself for that one was just really jarring and some of it's kind of terrifying which is good i guess i've never really had music that's kind of made me afraid uh, you know save for i don't know when i first heard Mersbau for the first time i was like oh that's white noise you know but yeah like um, full of hell yeah full white, full of hell yeah Mersbau. boris or something like that and just like jesus christ i can't I don't know, but um, and I nails. have and nails too, <laughs> nails yeah, like, or like code orange or something like that. I'm just like Jesus Christ, I can't. But I nails can't. like really just like like someone shooting a nail gun into your ears. I know <laughs> repeatedly, and they're they're like they want it to go out the other side, so they keep doing it. Yeah, and like I don't know, I tried listening to nails on on the topic of that, like, but <laughs> but like I'm not angry enough to do that. Yeah, if I'm angry, I do one song. I'm like I'm fine now. But I'm I kind of feel good after listening to that stuff. Yeah. It makes you feel really good listening to all that rage in like yeah. a minute. And their songs are short. Yeah. But they all sound the same, but they're all yeah. really short. That's the thing with with stuff like that. Like I'm just like, okay, well, this this is this is cool. I don't know what they're saying. And and this sounds like the last song and the song before that. So but I guess it's good. I'm just like it It's props, fine. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just like uh 
nothing sticks out. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Save for, like, the actual, like, like aesthetic of it, of just, like, it That's being it. this, like, yeah. grating, you know, just kind of, like, taking a cheese grater and, like, shaving your ear off. Yeah. That's, to put it lightly, I guess, but uh, just lightly on the subject of, like, death metal or, or that kind of thing, uh, there's a Cornell. Cornell, they, they um, have a YouTube channel. Or they at least they generated this um, algorithm or set of algorithms that that um, churn out like uh, AI generated um, death metal, and they've been doing it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week since March. Uh, so if you tune into that on YouTube, you can hear just um, a computer making death metal for fast death metal for for um, for twenty four hours a day, and it's honestly kind of hilarious because it also simulates the vocals too and the way it simulates the vocals it's like i guess because they have a computer like listen to, to death metal for hours but the vocals are just unintelligible it's like <laughs> and it's like is that interesting the yeah, it's really it's it's honestly funny because like i said to a friend of mine he's like these androids are gonna murder us in our sleep i'm like yeah probably whatever yeah, iRobot, like that that gets yeah. me scared like I, I that's why like i don't trust siri and none of that stuff like like the amount of power like those that those things can have, mm-hmm. I, I just I'm just scared to death of. Yeah, it, but, you know, yeah, series gonna murder us. Yeah, yeah, that's in fine. our sleeps. Yeah. Um, the only death metal band I was really into like in high school was Insomnium. Mm. Uh, they're from Sweden. Yeah, they put out a, a couple of uh, pretty good albums uh, in like the 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 latter part of last decade and uh, i thought it was really interesting it was a lot of yeah a lot of interesting soundscapes and really cool riffs and song structure even though it was you know it was was death metal yeah melodic death metal but it was very interesting i thought thought it was cool i haven't listened to him in a while but you know i might go back and you know give that a listen it's definitely something that um I listen to. I get the itch for every like I don't know six to nine months. I'm like, six to nine. I'm months. like, yeah. Let me let me let me do a little bit, and then I'm, I'm after ten minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm gonna go listen to um something. I'm gonna more... go listen to like Hatchy now. Something yeah. happy and something very <laughs> nice. But God, if anyone who was like into death metal heard me say that, Be they'd like, rip what? my head off. How dare you? How dare you do that? <laughs> um, next on my list is uh, Malibu Kent, hmm. um, and yeah. their self titled titled album and i know some people even connor's asking who the hell is malibu ken well it is the project of aesop rock underground rapper extraordinaire yeah and tobacco Mm -hmm. that's Um, new very new yeah like february wow okay yeah um they put out a self-titled album it is production wise one of the most interesting hip-hop albums to come out this year lots of really cool synth stuff Aesop Rock's lyrics are just as abstract and as interesting as ever, and it's. I think this album is only like 12, 10 or eleven songs long, and it's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's so good. I mean, Aesop Rock's lyrics are, have always been just very just out there, but like you're you're like, what is he saying? But I like what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I forgot one line. He's like, I don't have a what was that? I don't have a horse in your war games. Um, I like wild orchids and neighbors with wide orbits. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. But it's so it's interesting, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a lot of stuff like that on the album. It's it's interesting because I when you said Malibu Ken, in my mind I was like, Oh, I, I had 
heard that recently within the past few weeks. I'm like, I don't know where I heard that. But then you said tobacco and ASAP rock. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Because I listened to the song. I think it's Acid King. Yeah. And do you know what that's about? It's about something, some murder that happened on Long Island? Yeah, in Northport. Yeah. It's it's uh, the Ricky Casso murder. It's the, um, so he basically, Ricky Casso is this uh, 17-year-old uh, like acid dealer or something who listened to a lot of heavy metal. Like That's just what he was into. He's like a satanic, uh, uh, in the satanic cult or something like that. And he, you know, I don't know, stabbed this kid 15 times and gouged his eyes out. And then like, you know, kind of touted himself as like this satanic god for a few days before he... Um, he killed himself in prison, but um, it's like this, you know, songs like uh, you know, Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus were inspired by it, you know, other albums. So like throughout the years, it happened in the '80s, uh, songs have been inspired by it. So in looking up songs that were inspired by it, I found the Acid King by you know by the Malibu Ken, and the music video is so cool because I don't know if you watched it. No, I haven't seen it. But it's just this guy, this animated guy singing or rapping or whatever, and like um. Uh, his face is deteriorating as the song goes on. So, you know, like pimples come up and, and like his skin falls off and like he becomes like this maggot infested, just disgusting thing by the end of it. And he's just kind of still rapping. And like, it's such a cool music video. And Tobacco is an incredible producer or like yeah. musician or artist. Um, whatever Tobacco does um, is, is incredible. And ASAP Rock is like, uh, it, it was also incredible. So um, I have to go listen to that. I didn't know it was a whole album, and I thought it was several years old. Uh, but I, I'm definitely going to go listen to that entire album now. Yeah, just to just to get just to listen to it, just to get the you know, like you said, those lyrics are just really surreal. Like, yeah, just out there, and I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, so I have to go listen to that. Yeah, um, um, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get the lyric right. It was uh, from the song Chord Maze. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, he said, it's like, I don't even, I don't have a horse in your war games. I don't even really like horses. I like wild orchids and neighbors with wide orbits. I have no idea what the hell that's supposed to mean, but it sounds fucking cool. Also, right, what's next? also the fact that he said, I don't even really like, <laughs> like horses. horses. Like the way, just even that line, I don't even really like horses. I don't, I don't, I don't have a horse in your war games. It's like, I don't have. I'm not included in whatever it is you're doing. I don't care about what you're doing. This is what I like to do. I don't know if that's what that means, but that's the that's what I got from it. All right, what's the next? Yeah. Thing? What's next on your list? Um, I wanted to talk about Ghost Funk Orchestra. Okay. So Ghost Funk Orchestra is the uh, is is the project of um, uh, Seth and a collaborator Seth Applebaum, who's um, he was in the Mad Doctors. The Mad Doctors broke up last week. <laughs> really they did yeah did <laughs> last you, week? yeah they broke up last week which is a weird thing to say because they've been around for so long but yeah I like um the yeah cool. so they broke up last week at pizza fest i i, I couldn't stay for oh, the whole wow. show that makes but, sense um, yeah yeah no yeah. it's just like because they've played pizza fest for a and while and greg you know? is like the main dude behind pizza fest he's like the main he's the big cheese as they call him um but yeah so uh ghost funk has been releasing some stuff for a few years uh, it's kind of like this Latin jazz inspired funk music, and it's like kind of lo-fi. That and sounds awesome. It's it's incredible, and it's just uh, Skin I'm In is something that came out pretty recently, and and he got signed, and he has T-shirts coming out pretty soon. So it's happening. Like he's really he's really doing this in Ghost Funk Orchestra. It's like I haven't seen him live, but when they do you know a live show, I've seen pictures and video of like them having just like twelve people on stage, a horn section. You know, there's two guitarists, there's set, there's a drummer. There's backup singers, all from you know DIY bands from Brooklyn. They're just doing this thing, and it's so cool. And I think it's just like this really unique blend of like Latin jazz plus funk, um, 
plus soul and it's just it's it's so it's so interesting and i haven't really heard too much like it uh and if you know if there is more like it i just i want to live in that world forever because it's so nice ghost funk and it ghost funk orchestra yeah great name it's a great name too a lot of um, orchestra bands in the past like five or six yeah. years i feel like unknown unknown mortal, mortal orchestra, orchestra. Yeah. and uh that's the only example but i'm sure there's more um next on my list is uh i'm sure you've heard of this band i'm I'm sure you're probably listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, New York group Barry dropped Barry. their debut album. Um, Happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic. Like they write such interesting pop tunes that are uh, almost ethereal, not all the way ethereal. Like their lyrics aren't clear, but um, it's more of like like there's a melodic structure. There's a there's a rhythm to it, but like mm-hmm. you don't know exactly what is being said. And that's, that can be a detriment to some people, but not to me, because they, they, their songs are very just interesting. They're just luscious. They're sweet, and they have a lot of replay value um, in them. The, again, the album's very short. It's like 10, 11, 12 songs. That's really short, yeah. Yeah, and you want you can dance to some of them, and you can just kind of relax on a hammock, take a nice walk. It's an album for spring and summer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very just has a lot of life in it and it's not just boring and not just flat it's just each song tries to stand out and and keep your interest mm-hmm. and i think they do a good job with this album for mm-hmm. for a debut project too barry barry yeah b-a-r-r-y b-a-r-r-i-e barry okay cool because I, I thought you were talking about like the show barry and i was like oh you know but um barry are they from they're from brooklyn they're, they're from, from new, new york, york City? yeah okay cool mm-hmm. um i was gonna say uh Oh, hold on. So you would definitely like Barry. Yeah, no, I definitely yeah. gotta check Barry out. I'm just gonna go like um, see what else because there, there's been so much that's come out this year. Um, well, I just had it on the tip of my tongue too. Um, did you lose your list? So my list actually, um, <laughs> my list. I haven't pulled anything from the list this entire time. <laughs> Because for some reason, I thought you were you said okay, top of twenty eighteen. So I'm like, all right, I have two thousand nineteen. Yeah, but I have a whole list for twenty eighteen. I've just been pulling from Uh memory here this whole time. Okay. So uh, I just I had someone in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) What group? I've been. I don't remember. Um, I've just been kind of been riffing for the past for this. Oh, time. okay. Just, but like, but songs that like I've been listening to. Alton Gunn is really good. Alton yeah. Gunn is this, um, you know, uh, funk band uh, from Sweden. I think Sweden. Uh, but they play uh, a Turkish music, and they have a really really interesting sound. Um, and I, I their their album uh, came out maybe a month or two ago. So it's Alton Gunn. A L T I N. Uh, G-U-N and that's a really good one uh, to check out but um, yeah Alton Gun. okay where are they from? Uh, they're from they're from Sweden from Sweden okay but they um, they play like Turkish funk Turkish funk which is a really interesting kind of combination yeah (laughs) okay Um, next on my list the new Taco Cat album Mm -hmm. they put out their third album this year this time on Sub Pop which is awesome Really? Um, yeah, this mess is a place. Um, and there, this album kind of tackles, like, I guess, 
almost the 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 downfalls of society and how it's kind of like crumbling around us. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they make it, they make like the apocalypse sound so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, their songwriting is it, it's Taco Cat, but um, it's a lot like sharper, I guess. There is just as catchy, just as bright. They're not really surfing, really, but um, to a degree, yeah. There's still kind of some surf elements, but not all the way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the songs are very, 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 very catchy. Um, lots of replay value. Very exciting live. Very friendly live, too. They have such a warm, welcoming atmosphere when you go see them live. Um, and I think this is probably one of this is one of their best albums yet. And I love the, their last album. Um, I love their their uh, and uh, was it NVM in 2014? That was excellent. Mm-hmm. But uh, this recent album was just uh, phenomenal. Um, and a, lot, a lot of the songs sound very different, which is awesome. And you know, like, like I was saying about Barry, all the songs try to stick out in their own way, and they're just as equally as, as exciting. And you just kind of feel good when you listen to them. Um, yeah, and they kind of keep it they keep it simple. They don't really try to just. They're not very experimental in any kind of way, but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a very sort of different approach to their last album. Um, not as very feminist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, rooted, but it, it's it's still there. But like, there's not a lot of songs about like the women, the womanly bodily f- functions on this album. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't pick anything up like the last album did. But uh, mm-hmm. it's still very good. Definitely worth a listen. Uh, the new Taco Cat album. Gorgeous yeah, stuff. they've definitely been. Um playing around a lot. I remember they played at Chase Stadium maybe two years ago. And they're from they're from Brooklyn, right? No, Seattle. Seattle? Yep. Wow, okay, so when they played Brooklyn, I was like, oh, I could just see them later. You know, but I guess I couldn't <laughs> if, they're from, if they're from Seattle. Um, well, I they, have... played, uh, they, they played Mercury Lounge, like 2016 with Daddy Issues. Okay. Yeah, it was the last time I saw them. I think that was the last time they were in New York. No, they were in New York after that, but I, I missed them. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, they, they definitely come around a, a fair, fair amount, though, right? Like, I think they definitely enough, do. You know? Yeah, they tour. Because they tour. They tour all the yeah. time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some, there are a whole bunch of, of um, uh, artists that I found, remembered from this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one who just released something pretty recently, I'm sure you know. And uh, we don't have to talk about this uh, too much because I um, I don't know if they're releasing something new. It's Mets. They just released a new uh, single. Yeah pretty recently too and i listened to it and i was like okay well this kind of sounds like their other stuff a little bit i was like okay i get it i was like yeah but uh so Mets is coming out with something new and you know i, I think it's a it's a singles it's like a b-sides collection oh oh it's not like a new it's not a new album, album. that it okay. counts it, you know it, it counts yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a whole new material for us at least you know yeah but uh um uh, she's not new but the new courtney barnett single that came out maybe one or two months ago two three months ago uh, Everybody Here Hates You. Beautiful song. I love, love that song so yeah. much. That grew on me, too. I wasn't a huge fan of it at first. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, kind of sounds like something off of, what is it, uh, A Sea of Split Peas? Is that the name of the album? The f- first album? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was, like, taking a shot in the dark, and I was yeah. like, if I got that wrong, that would have been... <laughs> I love that. Um, it's so good. Yeah, it's a really yeah. great album, um, or song, actually, and... um uh, the music video is great. She's like, have you seen it? It's like so, no, they're in like some it. guy's brain and they're oh, playing. Really? Yeah, it's really really cool. So um, I don't know. I hope and you know I actually I wanted to tell you because I revisited uh, last year's album. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Remember? Um, yeah. It was um, the one with uh, uh, "City Looks Pretty." Yep. I don't remember what that album is called, but like I revisited it and I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of kind of a cool album. I, I like I I love it. Yeah. I love it. 
so yeah, much. I it's wasn't a, beautiful a huge album. fan of it at first, but like I think it grew on me because I think I was expecting something like, you know, her 2015 album. Yeah, with yeah. Pedestrian at best, and you know, Elevator Operator. But of course, like you know, I love that album. I'm looking up the title to it. I totally forgot. Oh, tell me how you really feel. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. And they've been touring on that for a while. Um, yeah, I think um, I think she was just in Brooklyn or is coming back to Prospect Park. Yeah, yeah. To do a celebrate with, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's not with the Breeders. That was last year with the Breeders, I think. I think they played a show with the Breeders, but I don't yeah. think it was in New York. Because I, I went to the Celebrate Brooklyn last year with Courtney. Mm-hmm. It was Courtney, Vagabond, Julian Baker. Yeah. yeah but I Speedy? missed. No, Speedy wasn't there. Okay. Um, I, That was like three years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But um, it, it, it was raining. So they, they, mm-hmm. they, they started early. Mm-hmm. So I missed the first two sets. I wanted to see Vagabond. But um, so I got there. Courtney started, and it started raining. Mm-hmm. So then she played her whole set and everything. She but kept then, playing through yeah. it. Yeah, and I brought a poncho, so yeah, I, I was fine. good. Yeah. I was fine. Yeah. My pants weren't fine, but everything else. Yeah, no, everything was, was good. Fine. And was it yeah. a good set? It was a great set. Great Courtney's set? fantastic live. She oh is my really god, good live. Yeah, she's really good yeah. live. And it's she, a must see. She knows how to like control uh, an audience and like how to have a stage. She has a great stage presence. She's friendly. It's friendly. like you're, it's like you're just hanging out. Yeah, it's like a, you know I saw it at Rough Trade uh, about three two years ago. And it also rained four years. I was ago. about Jesus. to go, but it it was started raining tremendously. Yeah, it, it was a governor. It was a GovBall thing. Yeah, it was a GovBall thing. Because GovBall like, got rained out. Got rained out. That was the same night that Kanye played his or played his show at Webster Hall. He tweeted out like, "Hey, come to the come to Webster Hall right now!" And like four thousand people showed up. Wow. Yeah. So that wasn't a very smart move on Kanye's part, but like, um, that was uh, that was the same night as that. And so, but like, I couldn't get in at first. So Alex and I actually went. And uh, Alex, who runs Sweet Static, um, we both went to the show. I think I called him and I said, hey, uh, it was like 5 o'clock and I was still on Long Island. I was like, uh, listen, apparently Courtney Burnett's playing a show, uh, Rough Trade. Do you want to like try to go? So we, we left immediately and we went, we got there and we the line was around the block. And so wow. we waited. We're like, All right, maybe, maybe. Like I don't know how big Rough Trade is capacity-wise. Like It is small, though, so I, I, re- I really can't imagine we'll get in. So we waited, and we were right in front of like a hot sauce place, and we realized like, okay, we're we're not getting in because they let in like a hundred people. Um, so we went to this hot sauce place and came back like two hours later, and she was still playing. Everyone was gone though; people were in Rough Trade just hanging out, and like there were like 150 people in the actual Rough Trade like um, room listening to her. Um, and the doors were open, so I was just watching her from the doors, but they wouldn't let us in. And then a few of us were there. She's like. No, let him in. It's like ten people. Just let him in, and we let. They let us in because of her. Because they, she said, just let him in. And she played. She played like Pink Floyd. Oh, she wow. played Led Zeppelin, and then she played like Pedestrian at Best. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. This was such an incredible. So yeah, she's like an incredible performer, and I really just I want to see her live again. And I know she's playing Prospect Park, uh, pretty soon. I don't With know the who national. Wins. Oh, with the yeah. national. I don't know okay. if it happened already or if it's gonna happen. Yeah, I think it's gonna happen in July, but I don't know. I have to. I have Sounds to like check that. Expensive too, just because the national. I feel like yeah. they would. Yeah, and I don't really want. I have nothing against the national, but I don't want to see. The I national. just yeah, I don't care. I'm just like yeah, like I'm sure maybe I might like some of the songs. I I don't know, but um, I'm just like yeah. I want to see Courtney. That's it. I just want to see know? her, and I always feel bad about going to see an artist or a show, and I see one artist, I'm like. I'm going home now, and I just leave. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't feel bad, but I do sometimes. No. I, I feel I feel worse when it's like a DIY show, and I'm just like, 
But, no, but I, if it's DIY, bad, sh- it's I gotta like, get out of there. It's really? like <laughs> yes. you gotta get out of there. It's yeah. like no, no, no. Unless like the bands are good, but like you just got, I gotta go home. Man. You ever have that thing at a show? You're just like, you're like, there's a band playing. You're like, all right, well, they can't play more than like four more songs. Like they they have to be done. Like they've been playing for twenty minutes. Yeah, you gotta get out of here. You're just yeah, like, yeah, and I'm just like, this. All right, we've got a few more left, and you're like, all right, nope, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. No, but if it's like if it's like an artist who's like you know they're like the person you're going to see is on mm-hmm. next. Oh, and you're like, oh, it's I, rough. I gotta, I gotta sit through this now. They're like, we got one more song left, but it's like a long song. So they're like, oh, we're just gonna, we're gonna extend it. It's like, d- d- don't wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Wrap yeah, it I'm up. fine. I heard you. You know, like, yeah, it's it's um, DIY show politics. <laughs> they're <laughs> really funny, moving. to be honest. Um, I guess next on my list is yeah. another former guest on the show, Grace Ives, mm-hmm. uh, dropped their uh, her latest album, Second. And it's a dance party on wax. Really? Yep. It is beautiful. She has a great voice. She has a great ear of just putting melodies together and we really strange, mm-hmm. but uh, very danceable songs, but also very weird, strange songs too. And mm-hmm. live is, she's great live. She's, it's a party and she wants people, she said on this podcast, she wants people to dance. And that's what I did when I went to see her. And you will dance when you listen to to her album. And it's only like 25 minutes long, so she's not asking a lot of you, <laughs> you know? Dancing for 25 minutes really isn't that. I can't do it at all, but um, I I would I would gladly do it at a show if it like if it's warranted. So I, Grace Ives, I've heard that name so much recently. Yeah. You know, I've definitely, that's been a name that I've been like floating around there. Um, so I definitely want to, and I'm based here? Yeah. She's okay. from New York, native New Yorker. Cool. Um, I quick question. I think I think yeah. Pill released something recently, or was that 2018? No, it's 2018. 2018. Great album. Cause they just broke up. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like up. okay. Yeah. Cause I thought they released that in 2019. I was like, okay, well, but it was like six months ago, which was 2018. So I was just like, ah, you know. But um, but I want to talk about uh Patio. Oh yeah. Patio released a new uh album, uh, pretty recently. It's like I don't know. It's not too many songs. Maybe like six or seven or something like that. It's it's really it isn't too much. I think it might be an EP, uh, to be honest. But uh, th- they're pretty good. They've been at it for about three years now, mm-hmm. and they've just been kind of doing their thing, um, playing around. They're going on tour pretty soon, or they just went on tour. So um, they're killing it. They're based in New York too. So definitely check out Patio, um, if you want some. You know. Kind of like, so if you want like something like thick but less fuzzy, it's kind of like that. Um, I think that's the best way to describe it. Like it's just less fuzzy and um, more, it's angular. It's yeah, kind of like okay. angular, kind of post punky, kind of just. I want to, I want to get away from saying indie or like describing something as indie, but like it is, you know, it's just kind of like fun, angular, post punky kind of stuff. And it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good album. So I'm excited to. I'm excited for them to do more and yeah. to, to play out more, you know. Next on my list, Schoolboy Q, mm-hmm. Crash Talk. Um, this album is kind of like the Solange album in the sense, like, it's mostly about um, a feeling, creating a, a feeling than, like, you know, uh, a concept. There's concepts on it, but it's a lot about, it's a lot, a lot of feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and emotion on it. Um yeah, like there's a lot of t- gang talk because it's like it's coming from like Schoolboy Q's experience with with gang life and just the ins and outs of what it means to be a gangbanger, and it's mm-hmm. very interesting. But there's certain songs that are very just. Uh, a lot of the songs are like simple, but they're very uh, 
they rock, they bang, they bang hard. It's it's trunk knocking music. Uh, you could put it on at a at an outdoor barbecue, but some of the songs are very very aggressive. That and the you would listen to it if if uh, in your own headphones or if someone else is like really into that kind of mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a nice fun album. Um, not as daring or challenging as Blank Face was, but again, I think this is most mostly about just creating a feeling or setting a mood. But definitely worth listening to. Very great production too. Excellent production. Uh, Crash Talk. Yeah, Schoolboy Q. Crash Talk. Yes, name of the album. Crash Talk. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that came out. Um, how recent is that? Uh, it was a couple months ago. A couple months ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I wanted to talk about a uh, uh, Big Thief. Oh yeah. Are they on your list? No, I didn't want to. Okay. Close. <laughs> um, yeah, Big Thief released uh, uh, an album maybe a month or two ago. Um, and oh, around the same, you know, yeah, like I think a month or two ago, uh, called UFOF, and their other stuff has been kind of not as acoustic driven as this one. And so I'm not a huge acoustic fan, but I can definitely appreciate the songwriting abilities and the and the production. It's, just, it's very, very relaxed. It's very mellow. I can definitely uh, appreciate that on this album. So that's definitely something that um, you could check out if you just kind of want like laid back Sunday afternoon kind of. Um, uh, album and the vocal performance uh adrian linker i uh, might not be i've never said her name out loud so i'm just like i've always read it but uh uh she's great she's great so i think definitely big thief is you know if you want kind of a laid back album to just relax to that's definitely that's definitely it i never got into big thief I tried to listen yeah. to the last album. It just it was it was nice, but it just wasn't really for me. Yeah, that's I heard kind some of, of the, it for me too. Yeah, I heard some yeah. of the cuts on the new album. Just this is not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. It's it's yeah. like a it's a good just like a okay yeah in the background for me. I'm just like yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah like I just yeah. can't get down with that. I need I need something that's just present right in front of me that mm-hmm. I can really visceral get down. Yeah yeah I want to like be a part Fontaine's of it. DC or something like that. I couldn't get into them either. Yeah, I, just, I couldn't get into I couldn't, them. You know? I just like, I mean, their singles were kind of cool. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I heard it. I was like, okay, yeah, it's singles over and over again. Like, it's fine. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. No. Could not pick them out of a lineup. We could. Thing is, like, they're from, D- they're from no, well, they're from DC, but like, they're from England, I think. So I think, I think a lot of those, like, post punky kind of bands mm-hmm. uh, that, like, come from England, people are like, oh my God, like, look at this. It's like, well, but we have, like, 10 of those here. Yeah. In this one town yeah like there's a lot of them so it's cool it's not bad but it's like kind of just it's it's in the middle there it's just, just kind of like it's there. it's there and it's like okay if it's on it's like it's on it's on you're it's not fine. gonna change it you know no, you're not gonna yeah. change it. if it's on the radio you'll oh that's that's fine but I, that's it i'm not gonna go out of my way like oh man fontaine's easy i gotta listen to them nope no because i'm no just thanks. like yeah i've heard i've heard that before i'm just like nope cool awesome yeah um so next on my list is the other uh, Get Better Records artist Empath. Mm-hmm. I think they're also from Philly, if I'm not mistaken. And they put out a new album, Active Listening Night on Earth. Fantastic album title. This album is one of the one of the coolest rock albums to come out this year because they use um, a, a very like raw punkish type of vocals that are like kind of undersung in a great way. Um, noisy, v- noisy, very uh, dis- almost distorted. Um, guitar sounds, but really, really cool synth breakdowns. Really? Kind of dispersed randomly. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, it's a very interesting album. Definitely worth listening to. Uh, it won't be for everybody, but uh, if you want to like, ex- 
excuse the term, expand your palate, I guess. Expand um, your horizons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's very, it's not like the most experimental thing in the world, but it's it's interesting as far as like guitar-based music is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, Because def- a lot of people are saying, oh, a lot of rock acts are just kind of just not very interesting and don't really do anything new, but these guys do something very interesting and they definitely stick out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have a funny story about them. Uh, I reach out to... Um, to M to to I tried to reach out to Control Top for an interview, mm-hmm. right? Because they were playing with Taco Cat, so I wanted to have them on the podcast. But I accidentally sent the email for Control Top to Empath by mistake because oh. they're on the same label. So I just kind of yeah, got, yeah, I don't know. yeah. And they emailed me back. It's like, yeah, we're not playing with Taco Cat, but that the podcast sounds like fun. I was like, oh, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, I love I you guys. I, I want you guys on it too. But this at this specific email was meant for Control Top because they were playing with Taco Cat and they're going to be in the city. So, uh, yeah, I felt really bad were about they like, that. Yeah, cool, whatever. They didn't. They didn't get offended or anything like that. It was just oh. like, yeah, we're not playing with Taco Cat, but the podcast sounds great. I'm like, dude, guys, I'm so sorry, but I, I mm. want you, you know, Empath. You guys are welcome to come on anytime. I love your stuff. But that particular email that I sent was meant for them, so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what happened. It's always like I have anxiety about sending an email to someone. Like when I'm reaching out for an interview, I'm just like, okay, let me double check this address. Let me double check every word seventy seven times just to make sure I didn't spell something dumb wrong. Like hello, um, or my name. I've done that before. That's <laughs> dumb, Connor. With like what I do, like C O N O R. I'm like that's like C O N N O R, like or C O N E R. It's like. No, you moron. It's, <laughs> it's your own name. Get it right. I actually have you as a C-O-N-N-O-R. <laughs> really? Oh, I, love, yeah, I, think I, mean, I, I think I changed it recently. It's yeah. fine. Like As long as like <laughs> phonetically it's pronounced like oh, yeah. whatever. Like As long as <laughs> someone's not saying corner. Because that's happened before. I had, I had someone email me. Like I was trying to get I was trying to get an interview with Speed Ortiz oh, yeah. five years ago. And, oh. <laughs> and I emailed their booking agent. Yeah. For, I don't know why. I was an idiot. Yeah, but you're like, still C-O-N-N-O-R. <laughs> it's fine. Because yeah. my, my boss actually spells my name C-O-N-N-O-R. And she oh, texted okay. me yesterday. And she was just like, hey, Connor. I was like, eh, all right. I don't even look at it anymore. I'm like, nah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Because it's, like, it's the same name. Yeah. My parents just screwed me over with the, with the spelling. The only person to spell my name right ever, one of the only people to ever spell my name right on the first go without asking me, it's weird, was Kim Gordon. Really? When I met her and I got her to sign my book, I said, she's like, what's your name? I said, Connor. And she spelled it right. And I'm like, you're one of like six people to do that. <laughs> and my parents are two of them. <laughs> like, it's just... Unbelievable. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, no. And, and there's a band that going off of like, you know, kind of that like guitar, like new kind of guitar-y uh, band, um, they're not like doing anything new, but the band Black Midi are yeah. fun. They're good. They're very interesting. They're like mathy, and I kind of don't like using the word mathy, but they're just kind of like this angular. Uh, they kind of sound like this band Omni or B Boys. They kind of sound like B Boys, but on Coke, and that's the second time I've used that expression today. But like Dillinger Escape Plan, kind of. But C- like certain parts of their their stuff, like when it gets very random and yeah, chaotic just out of like, nowhere. it's like, did you know you were making this, or did you just make it? Did you yeah. put it in an algorithm and make it? But um, funny story about Dillinger Escape Plan. I actually saw, not them, but like one of the dudes who who was like in the band. I was at my friend's show, like just my friend's show at this place. Um, I don't know, it, by at Stony Brook or like by Stony Brook. And it was just a local show and it was a great show. He played a great show. And then afterwards you're hanging out and uh, like the dude from Dillard's Skate Plan, like his second band was playing and it was just 
Like it, it was funny because it was just a bar, but he was going so hard standing on the table, just singing to the mic. And I'm like, who is this? And I looked him up. I'm like, oh, that's the dude from Dillinger Escape Plan. I didn't know because you know his show ended and it wasn't like a metal show but like when his show ended metal dudes started coming and I'm like why was why we're next to a stop and shop and it's like a Thursday night what, what's what's going on in Stony Brook and Stony Brook I'm just like okay but it, it was it was just kind of funny but uh, yeah Black Midi are just kind of they're they're cool they're cool but um and they're like this new buzzy band or something but yeah. uh uh they're interesting they're at least interesting um I wanted to talk about um, the new Anderson Pock record oh, uh, came yeah. out. I think it's Oxnard. Yeah, I think it's Oxnard. Yeah, and it was so good. I had listened to his stuff before that. I, like I think I heard he he did Bubbling, right? I think he did. Bubbling. Yeah, yeah. Bubbling. So Bubbling, and that, that's the first song of his that I ever heard. So I was like, okay, this is this he's like this is good. Uh, and then I heard uh, Oxnard. I think it's Oxnard. And uh, anyway, that was a really good album. And I was just like, and I didn't know he he's a drummer and he sings at the same time. Really? So yeah. He's a he's a drummer. I didn't know that. So I was like, I knew he had a backing band, but the, a backing was it the band. Nationals or something like that. I mean, I think that's so. Chance the Rappers. Is it? No, I forgot. Maybe that. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I don't but know. But yeah, Anderson Pack is cool. I I, yeah. I I listened to his most recent album. I thought it was cool, but I feel like a, a lot of the songs began to like sound the same. Yeah, and, and and not a lot of them really stuck out. There's a lot of nice ideas and lots stuff happening that it's like, oh, that's cool, but like I can't. You know, I can't pull anything away from this. You yeah, know? it's just like um, okay, I same. It's great, you know, that's stuff. nice, but it's like nice little feeling or whatever. But nothing, I, I couldn't pull anything from it. It couldn't, nothing really stuck out. But it was, it was fine. It, it yeah. was like there was a, uh, the, the, I guess the biggest song that came off of that album was Tints, and and Tints had a feature from Kendrick on there, and it was a, it was good. I mean, it was like a fun song. Like it was just kind of a really, it was a fun song, and I was just like okay. Um, there's uh it's just it's, it's i guess kind of a long album like 12 13 songs or something like that and it, it was good it was good I would, I would see him live um and i think when he played live recently i think thundercat came out and played with him which was cool um that must have been governor's governor's ball governor ball that um but uh yeah that album definitely stands out i think they came out in february or late january or something like that yeah i think yeah yeah a few months ago pretty recently yeah you know, so that's definitely something that stands out to me as something that came out this year that is probably going to resonate me throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last on my list, uh, Combo Chimbita, mm-hmm. uh, their new album, uh, Ajo Male. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, they're based in New York by way of Colombia. Um, just imagine a Latin-flavored psychedelic stuff. Just imagine I've that. never heard that combination of... It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Beautiful stuff. Um, su- such a great, such great energy live, mm-hmm. amazing. And then I remember I was at a sh- I was at one of their shows recently, and like a girl turned around, and there was a certain part of the song that uh, they, they go into, and they, they had a certain swagger about it. And the girl turned around, and said to me, "I love when they do that." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." They're just, ah, it was a mm-hmm. dance party. Everyone was dancing, moving around. Nobody was just standing there. You know, how some shows yeah. in New York, people just stand there. Generally, indie shows, it was just. Like- well, because the band yeah. sometimes the band doesn't yeah. offer nothing. No, but yeah. How much you beat to have have this presence, this fury, just ah, love it. Yeah, must see live. Yeah, no, and I've definitely heard that name so much. I've listened to yeah. them several, like on YouTube, and I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. But and I want to see it. But yeah, and like I, I, they're they're on my list of bands to see, which is incredibly long. 
Um, but I definitely want to see them, and I, they have, you know, I definitely want to check out their stuff. I'm, like, probably going to go listen to everything you've suggested, like, on the train back today. But um, I guess the last the last one on my list is not something that I was anticipating at all uh, to talk about, or even that I knew that I would uh, even pay attention to it. Um, it's uh, Igor. And uh, I thought Igor was, and I hadn't really heard, like, I heard Flower Boy, t- Tyler, the creator's uh, um, Igor. And I heard Flower Boy, like, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, you know, I, I hadn't really heard his stuff before, and I didn't hear hear Cherry Bomb. I didn't listen to that. Um, I wasn't really, I didn't really know him, so I was like, oh, well, I guess Igor. Like, I'll just listen to it all the way through. And even on Twitter, he was just like, all right, well, listen to it from front to back, no distractions. Do that. So I was like, okay, fine. And I did. I was doing homework and I listened to it. I thought it was a distraction, but um, I thought it was good. The production was really interesting. Uh, Earthquake was really good. Um, uh, some of the songs on there, and and the music videos to go along with them were just kind of they was were really nice and um it's still kind of like it took me a few listens i was like okay no i kind of like this is this is really good and it um i i thought it was a great album and i just um i don't know i guess as an intro to him like i don't know different people have different like uh intros to him but um being an intro to to tyler this was like kind of an interesting one and it was just it was a really interesting album. I think it's just, you know, got so much to it. It's really dense. It's like really, really dense. So um, I thought it was a really, it was fun. It was fun. So um, yeah, I think that was something that I've definitely like noticed in the past few weeks. Yeah. And that's like in the past few weeks. That must be less than a month old. Yeah. Igor, that came out really recently too. Yeah. With Tyler, so, the creator, I mean, he definitely matured mm-hmm. very like sonically uh since uh his goblin days mm-hmm. um yeah production wise it was great the album but everything else it's not something i would listen to mm-hmm. you know a lot of good like if it was an instrumental album it'd be great mm-hmm. but there was just some strange vocalizations happening i couldn't tell who was who I, there was some p- other guests on the album i Kanye couldn't tell he was. I yeah, just, I couldn't. <laughs> yes. I couldn't. T- I don't know who was there, and and I didn't know what was happening. It was. It was like, uh, I, I I couldn't. I don't know what to take away from it. Like it was nice. Yeah. It was very grown up, but like I feel like I couldn't pick out anything mm-hmm. from it. Like it just didn't stick with me. Didn't resonate with me. But I appreciate Tyler definitely uh, evolving his sound and not you know kind of doing kind of like sort of slim shady esque shtick. From his earlier on in his career, but um, it was fine. It was nice, but it's not something I would listen to. Not, not something I go back. And listen yeah, to. I mean, it was definitely like I definitely get the the sentiment that it was just a lot. It was a it lot was of ideas, a lot of ideas in yeah. there in once, and I was just like, okay. And I listened to it on the drive uh, to and from Queens several times. So I was like, okay, well, the, let me fully try to get this because everyone was talking about it. It's like, let me really try to. Am I am I missing something? Yeah, like I don't know what I'm missing, but it's I don't know just, what I'm missing. Yeah. And I didn't know until two days ago that Kanye was on one of the tracks. So I was like, I had, I didn't know that at all. If you want to listen no to idea. like out there, you know, I guess lo- lo-fi hip hop stuff, I guess is what you would call it. Flying I, Lotus is right there. Yeah. Or if you want really out there stuff, like not really. I, I guess the Aesop Rock album is pretty out there, but yeah. very interesting lyrically. Yeah. Yeah. Production wise, is very you know. Yeah creative but yeah it's fine nothing wrong with it It was just eh, yeah yeah listen to something else you know that's all coming up to um i think it must have been announced like or not announced but hinted at like within the past week or two is brock hampton releasing album number five uh 
within, I don't know, a few months or something. And so I really liked Iridescence. I thought it had some really good stuff on it. So yep. um, awesome. I, yeah, like I was listening to it on the way home yesterday. Honey and Jover both stand out as like my top songs on that album. Yeah. Um, and they're one of those band uh, groups that like also just kind of flood, they flooded me with like material. I mean, I didn't listen to all the saturations. Like me I think neither. I listened to one or two and I was like, that's no one and two. Yeah, but three, I was like, all right, all right, all right. Like, I've had enough. It's so much, it's so much. But then, like, Iridescence came out. I was like, all right, this is, like, really good. And then, um, and then, uh, uh, and there's, like, what, 70,000 members? I don't know. There's a lot of them. There's just, like, so many. I don't even know who's who, who they all are. What, um, who does what and why? Yeah. Where? And I just kind of want to. When? <laughs> and everyone kind of, like, compares them to, like, Odd Future in a way. They're just like, yeah, they're just, like, this generation's Odd Future. This big col- uh, big collection. They're definitely yeah. probably, like, you know, inspired from from that, you know? Yeah. But I think uh, Brockhampton is out the gate, very interesting and forward-thinking, whereas Odd Future, right out the gate, kids in high school or fresh out of high school just yeah. kind of just being wacky and strange. Yeah. But creating such a big fan base. And and the Earl Sweatshirt has definitely evolved since his early days. You know, um, Tyler too, mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. Yeah. I much uh, prefer to listen to Earl Sweatshirt stuff because it's a lot more refined, and I guess you know, not as just oh, here's an idea that I'm presenting, but it's not really finite or anything. Just kind of tangible. Not tangible is not a good good word. It's just nothing that really sticks with me. I guess. Mm-hmm. Eh, but you know, to yeah. each his own. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess we went through. All of our, a lot of yeah, stuff. I've been through a lot yeah. of stuff. Um, so, kind of where can people follow you, or you know, what's going on with your band and yeah. your time? Uh, so, so all right. Uh, I'm on I'm on Twitter at Rooney Tunes R O O N E Y T N S. Uh, same thing on Instagram. I'm on there as well with the same with the same handle. Uh, I'm doing Snack Channel at the moment. I'm taking some online classes, so I haven't been able to post Snack Channel yet, but. Um, I'm going to start doing more snack channel and just posting every week my top songs with a playlist, which is still out there and still getting updated. So, um, that's, that's there. And you can follow that on Spotify. Uh, that's pretty much what I've got going on as far as the press goes. And as far as me personally goes, um, the band headless Elvis, we're releasing some stuff pretty soon. We're releasing, I'm going there today actually after this to, um, to record a new song or to get some, some tracks down. Um, re-record drums and everything so uh, i'm excited for that uh that'll come out hopefully by the end of the summer there's no like set date for that um probably never you know (laughs) could be never yeah we could just sit on it because we recorded something around this time last year we (laughs) haven't released it um because vocals aren't recorded but like it's just that we have all these we have an entire ep that we just didn't release the entire ep i'm just like all right this is in there but um uh, we're gonna release one song from <laughs> the most inconsistent band of all time. Or at least when, we're, when we retire, we're gonna be like we're sixty five. Uh, yeah, be like, like yeah, we got something. Here we, we go. Can. You guys ready for some headless? Uh, you know, yeah. we're in like suspenders, listen, like playing and no one shuffleboard. Knows what Elvis is at that point? Yeah, because right? what that's in I don't know forty years. So like yeah. we'll be like they'll be like Elvis. Who? Who? Why? <laughs> yeah, died almost hundred years from that point. You yeah, know, it's exactly. Like, they'll be yeah, like, out oh, who? Years. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we will be releasing something soon. I don't know how much weight that has yeah, to probably, saying that, but very, like, very little. yeah, very little but weight. um, you know, because we do have things that we're sitting on. Um, watch us release a, a ten, like not a double LP, but like ten at once. Like we've been working this entire time. Yeah, we've got remixes ready to go. Remixes. <laughs> yeah, we're just 
Like do old songs that haven't came came out yet. Yeah, we'll do the old town road. We'll release one song and remix and remix it forever. Yeah, just forever. So, um, speaking of which, I should have put that on my list, but uh, old town road has been. I love it, and they're doing. He's doing a. So in addition to uh, what was it, Billy Ray Cyrus, he's putting Guy Fieri on it. Okay, I'm not interested now. (laughs) (laughs) So Flavor Town's coming to Old Town Road. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, that's enough for me. Yeah, uh, this is level thirty of My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio.com app, and anywhere else you guys get podcasts. Of course, on my website, PeterARadio.com. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's Peter underscore A, and follow the show at M O U Pod. And yeah, that's it. 